Hey there, friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Liquored Listings. That's right. This is the podcast where you, the fans, send me a category, and I, the host, Big Earn, give you the final say. We'll list down the top five in each category that you tell me to present, and I will tell you what's right and wrong. Not only that, we will be cracking beers, drinking liquor, drinking wine, so when my opinions go askew you'll have plenty of time to write me hate mail now go ahead hit the subscribe button donate let's get this going and keep it going (laughs) welcome back friends Uh, we've got another exciting episode tonight of liquored listings going on this one is a little bit uh more on the whimsical side compared to our last one that covered the Game of Thrones terrible characters. I had a suggestion uh, to say what pet or what animal I would rather be. If So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that in a couple different directions. I may take it as being a pet or take it as just being the animal, depending on which ones I choose. This one is completely off the cuff tonight, guys. I'm really not sure um, exactly where I'm going to go. I have a pretty good idea uh, what number one is. Um, But I'm going to just try and uh, give you a good old list. Uh, We are going to be talking today and having a little beverage with the old Twisted Tea because I'm not exactly sure if I have any rights to uh, name them by their proper name. But it is of the Raspberry Persuasion, and I'm excited to get involved and talk a little bit about the pets or animals uh, that I would like to be or either have in my corner uh, as forever pets. Um, So like always, we're going to get right into it and start with uh, number five, top five. Uh, Here we go. I guess number five, number, number five would be a sea turtle. I know, I know doesn't sound very glamorous and i guess i can't consider that a pet however a sea turtle grows to be one of the largest uh creatures in the sea or on land and they do come on land and lay their eggs but they have one of the simplest of lives not to mention their longevity can you imagine living hundreds of years just slowly prodding through this world you were you are going to see everything they current sea turtles survived submarines i mean they've grown through it think about that they grew up as a baby plodded along swam along came on shore well ub40 oh wait that's the name of a band isn't it but the you know the Russians, the Americans, the Japanese—they all had submarines going through the sea. It's not that. It I feel as it they live the most docile life. Do they even have a natural predator once they get to a certain size? It's not like uh, megalodon exists. So there's no shark that can bite into the shell of a sea turtle i mean this is an existence that 
should intrigue us all. It's very laid back. It's very contemplative. Like you could actually, if they had them, see, I always equate if I could use my human mind being the animal. So certainly you don't have that. But I really think that a sea turtle's existence is so easy, so smooth, just so effortless that what a life that would be. I mean, you get to see decades upon decades of existence on this beautiful planet Earth and just slowly wade through it. I mean, I don't even know what their gestation period, but do they hang out on the beach or they just bear? I think they just bury their eggs, right? And pray to God some predators don't come along. Even better, you just lay your offspring, come back. Well, I don't even think you come back. I think you just lay them and then you waddle back out to sea and hopefully some of them come up and meet with you later. Man, that sounds like a lot of deadbeat dads out there. Here you go. Come on back when you're ready to get <laughs> get some assistance. Jiminy Cricket. But I tell you what, a sea turtle would be would be pretty fantastic to be. Uh, I would definitely put that in my top five. I may, I may have scored them a little bit low, to be honest with you. Um... Now that we've got number five out of the way, let me think just for two seconds. And I'm going to go with number four, probably a raccoon. Now, I know I, I had a sea turtle, but I think most most of my selections, as I just say them out loud, as I just try to run through this podcast, I think most of my, my uh, top five will end up being mammals. But a raccoon the little bandit that they are. They really are. They are the scavengers. Uh, I think they're more effective than like rats. They're much smarter. I mean, I know you do uh, human testing on rats to see, you know, for uh, drugs and everything like that. But a raccoon is so damn intelligent. They, I, I believe they can pick locks. I think they can use their nails. If you want to lock your front door, I think they have the ability to pick, pick locks. They are that, that bright. I mean, I've seen them scatter trash barrels and sort through exactly, you know, what's good and what's not. Leave behind refried beans because they all know. I mean, even the raccoon knows what refried beans are going to do to you in the end. I mean, they are, they are clever little bastards. Um, they can climb fences. They can open trash lids. They have the coolest mask that you could possibly imagine. I mean, if you were an animal and you could look like a robber without being a robber, you're already naturally camouflaged. What better thing uh, would there be out there? I know I have three more ahead of it, um, but a raccoon. It reminds me of a story uh, when I was a child. My uh, older brother... Uh, accidentally ran over a uh, mama raccoon and a poor there was a poor little baby following right behind and he took it home and he raised it and uh that thing could you could teach that better than better than a pig better than a dog it learned what to do however it was still a wild animal um and there, there were problems along the way as it got older but that little bastard was the cutest thing in the world. He wouldn't even attack the chickens. 
which would be natural for him to do. But nope, this little raccoon, I think his name was Smokey, if I remember correctly. Uh, what a beautiful little creature. And, and that's why I'm certainly going to give them uh, a spot in my number four right there. I mean, raccoons are just beautiful little creatures, uh, little trash pickers that they are. They make me laugh. They are, they are adorable. You can teach them to wave. You can teach them to high five. You can teach them to do just about anything. Raccoons are definitely one of the top pets or animals that I would love to be um, if I had to choose right now. I mean, that's, that's definitely up there. Um, sorry for all you snake lovers out there. There's not a chance in hell that any of those will be on here. Number three. Let's be honest. I watched the Tiger King. I really did. I watched Carol Baskins. I watched Doc Ant Antley. Antley. Oh, that really weird, creepy guy that had all the all the wives running around his compound. Um, and then we had uh, Mr. Joe Exotic. So number three is obviously, obviously the chimpanzee. No, I'm not going to say a tiger. Are you kidding me? I'm not a predator. I'm really not. I love the docile, intelligent mammals that exist on this earth. And there's nothing so close, so close to mankind as a chimpanzee. Now, this one I would much rather have as a pet or rather, let's say, a companion. See, a chimpanzee, um, I could just take to the beach and we could just chill like we could go for a walk chilling on the beach he'd be walking side by side and there'd be these beautiful women uh of all ages preferably 30 or older that would approach me and be like well who's your buddy and he would go oh man that was a really bad chimpanzee sound um but Man, I sound like a dolphin for a second. But it's little things like that. They're, they are so smart that you can train them and exist with them. There's nothing better than a chimpanzee. I've seen a lot of programs that, that they were used uh, for such nefarious acts by the human race. And that is such a problem in my eyes. Quit testing on animals, uh, especially highly intelligent animals. And I get that it's the closest thing that we have, but it's it's not fair. It's not right. Um, because we're supposedly superior uh, to animals, we should not be affecting their existence. I mean, I, I firmly believe, especially with mammals, that they have souls too. And maybe it is part of reincarnation i'm not really sure it's a different topic for a different time but a chimpanzee is the closest thing that we have to being special in this planet um they are so they are so like us in so many ways they have feelings they have emotions they have memory they re they can remember so far back they can remember who took care of them as a rescue so there, there's a lot more to be said with with an animal that is so close to our genetic makeup and our actual uh, life that I, I, I fear um, that 
human race is actually destroying such a sacred, sacred bond that could be so much uh, more complete if if we weren't such utter assholes uh, to to those um, species that we deem inferior. So, if I really had the option, chimpanzee is is right up there with uh, one of my favorite. If I could be one, could you imagine that? Oh, the strength too. The strength. I don't know if I could bend the steel bars, but I would certainly try. I would feel like Superman with that with that strength. Um, but chimpanzees definitely, definitely deserve a, a top in my uh, spot in my top five because of how regal and how close I can almost feel uh, for them. And there's a certain kinship that I think uh, is hard to ignore. And I, I really really appreciate that species so much uh chimpanzees you're number three and we appreciate you and fuck anybody that uh fuck anybody that really does any testing on you well the only one that's cool is you got sent to the moon at one time didn't you not quite the moon but you went to the outer space that chimpanzee's cool as hell if i could be him i would number two this this one is this one let me think yeah this one is definitely a little off the wall wouldn't mind having a pet parrot (laughs) well hear me out hear me out you can teach it anything to say I can just imagine the things that I would teach a parrot to say I've been known to have a, a woman or two over uh, to my place and I could hear the parrot saying, oh, another one. I mean, come on now. How funny would that be when she walks through the door and the parrot goes, oh, another one. I mean, it's so close to being you can you can tell him to say exactly what you want. I mean, think about the possibilities there. Right, and uh, you're a pretty you're a pretty bird as well. Pretty bird. Um, think about the possibilities. Um, say your mother-in-law is coming over and she's hated you for the longest time. You could have had your parrot train so when she walks through the door or just sitting there stuffing her face full of uh, ham and and mashed potatoes during Thanksgiving dinner, and you can just hear the parrot go, fat ass, fat ass. I mean, my lanta, there's the possibilities are endless with something like a parrot. That is definitely a pet. I don't want to be, but I would love to have. I mean, I can think of so many different ways where the, the humor would just never stop. The, the, give me a, I want you guys to do me a favor. And tell me some of the funniest things that you would actually have your parrot say. I can only imagine what our listeners would actually <laughs> write me. And I, I honestly think it would be one of the funniest things uh, to hear what you would train your parrot to say. Because, I, I mean, think about uh, bringing him to your boss. You've been training him to say, asshole. Think about that. I mean, you just bring him in on like... Uh, on a whim, being like, hey, everybody would love to see my parrot. 
I don't know. I think I think the hilarity would just ensue wherever you could bring that parrot, and I would certainly try to teach it upwards to 200 words um, and phrases. Just figure out exactly. And the only question is, I need it to be cognizant enough to say the right phrase at the right time. I don't know if I can train a parrot that well, but that would certainly be uh, up my sleeve if I could actually train it to recognize a, a human face and have the saying uh, just on point when that parent saw or recognized that face. So number two of all time is the parrot. Number one. Let's be honest. We all think I'm going dog here. And we aren't. We aren't. And I should have put dog in my top five, but I've been going off the cuff tonight. And dogs are my favorite. So definitely have to give an honorable mention. I can't I can't take away my top five. I just can't do it. But a dog, you're definitely, I don't care which dog you are, uh, the most faithful, loving. Um, and if you have a bad day, you go home and you see that tail wagon. You know, there's nothing like the love of a dog. It, uh, it never stops. So that's a de definite honorable mention to dogs out there. And I apologize for uh, for uh, not replacing raccoons with you. To be honest with you, I'm not I'm not replacing sea turtles, so I may have to put sea turtle at number four instead of uh, raccoon. But you guys definitely definitely deserve an honorable mention. So, with that being said, the number one pet or animal that I could have or be. Because I, I kind of changed up the uh, topic a little bit to suit my needs. I think is a fly. Yeah, you heard me right. A fly. Do you know why? Most of us wouldn't consider a fly in their top five. But there's not a one person out there in, in uh, listening land that doesn't understand the saying to be a fly on the wall man would i have fun with that i would i would be if i could have my mind inside the body of a fly granted we only live about three days total but in three days can you imagine the flight i would take the spying i would do it would be insanity i could go anywhere and everywhere that no, and I want to be one of those really, really quick flies. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not one of the fat ones that live off uh, dumpster garbage that have uh, created obesity in their own selves. I want to be one of those quick little flies that just everywhere and everywhere. I want to hear what people say. I mean, maybe that's just part of my my neurosis as a human being, but I want to know what people think of me. I can only imagine what you're thinking of me right now as I name a fly number one. However, I, I am kind of intrigued about being able to slip in and out of every little aspect of life and being like, Hey, Hey, I know what you are thinking. I mean, it would be incredible. Uh, not to mention I would spy, on carry underpants and other people like that. I mean, I would I would use my three days wisely. 
I, how, I wonder how long a fly could go in one singular flight. Man, that's a good question. If I could fly all the way from here to Tennessee in one shot, I'm not quite sure. Um, however, if I had to, I would just jump on a plane as a fly and land there so I could go say hello to Carrie Underpants. Anyway, that is our uh, silly, unbelievable episode of the night. I do appreciate y'all listening in. Please, I know you disagree with a lot of my statements from each each and every episode that I uh, that I put out. But I want you to do me a favor. If you can't support me by sharing me, go ahead and give me a five-star on the, on the like button. It really helps my podcast. And I appreciate all you all for listening in. And I really hope the, on the next episode you uh, tune in because the next one's going to be very, very special. I promise you. And I want to thank you all for listening in. Have a great night, and we will see you next time. Later. Big Earn Out. Thank you.